0: If it's happening now, we're talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900CHML. NASA held its first public meeting on UFOs Wednesday, a year after launching a study into unexplained sightings. And, you know, UFOs uh, it basically means an unidentified flying object. could be that balloon that was flying over the prairies uh, a few months ago. It doesn't necessarily mean little green people that are flying around as extraterrestrials. Let's bring in Dr. Elena High, Director of Alan Carswell Observatory, Department of Physics and Astronomy, York University, and with us now, Elena, thank you for the time. Hope you're well.
1: Yes, yeah, doing great, thanks.
0: So what is the objective of this Nassau meeting and the first one of its kind? How come?
1: Well, there there have been other meetings, uh, usually a little more locally. There's been all kinds of different smaller studies that have been done in Canada and the U.S. and in other countries as well. But this is really to kind of bring uh, bring everyone together, I think, and get people on the same page in terms of uh, this idea about um, having people bring in information that is uh, considered credible. And really, it's all about sort of finding ways to, um, I suppose, investigate some of the uh, actually interesting, unexplained phenomenon that's out there. Uh, I think the UFO or UAP, I'm not sure which one we're supposed to be using anymore, but I mm. <laughs> uh, identified anomalous phenomenon, and they've actually included not just sky, but also water and space um, to, to sort of allow uh, a little bit of a wider view into what's going on. And, you know, as you said, there are lots of for things that have been reported, um, but getting that information uh, reporting in allows you to actually do science, um, and that's, I think, something that we would, well, as scientists like myself, would love to see more of in regards to, um, well, UFOs or UAPs.
0: Some have been critical of this group, saying um, that it detracts from the scientific progress. Some have received some online abuse. Why does this distract or take away from the scientific pro- uh, process, or does it?
1: Well, I, I would say that, from my my opinion, obviously, is that it really doesn't, because when you're bringing mm-hmm. in more information, more data, and then you're collecting credible information and doing a robust analysis who knows what kinds of cool things you might discover and you know discovering about uh what is um you know what is needed in order to understand real phenomena that people are seeing in the sky or as they say water and space um and you do get such a chance for discovery and i think that's really the thing that i i got most out of out of this uh sort of initiative is you have a wonderful chance for discovering potential new insights to physical processes here on Earth in our atmosphere. Um, One thing I I really brought to mind right away is some of the chance discoveries that have happened in science because people took a second look at that quote-unquote weird signal, weird Mm. image, weird thing that came up. And, you know, you uh, say UFO, but maybe not.
0: <laughs> uh, and to, to, you know, people say UFO, well, there's no such thing as Martians, whereas UFO doesn't necessarily mean an extraterrestrial, does it?
1: Exactly, exactly. And that's, you know, understanding the unknown is part of science. And that's really like, I, again, just my opinion, but it's really the fun part because it's a mystery and you can try to uncover things like, those first uh, real-time images of plasma tubes of the Earth's ionosphere, which is one of those um, lucky signals I was telling you about in radio, and the people didn't even know about those until 2015, and somebody followed it up, and they now have images for these awesome tubular structures, literally tubular, in Earth's ionosphere. Um, amazing, <laughs> so cool. Why do you? Why you know, do you think you know that? About it.
0: Why do you think that this gets so much? Uh, you know, it's it's obvious people are curious and people are always have always been interested in UFOs and that sort of thing. But why do you think it comes with such scrutiny?
1: Well, you you do have to you do have to find ways to validate your data, and that's one of the yeah. things with um, with observations or data points that occur only once. Right? It's very hard to make a correlation or to pin down a cause if you have a data point that's only occurred one time. That said, if you've reported your best information for that data point, who knows? Maybe other people have found similar things in other places and it's related to some other cool atmospheric phenomenon that's never been imaged before.
0: Dr. Elena Hyde with us, Director, Alan Carswell Observatory, Department of Physics and Astronomy, York University, NASA, talking about UFOs on Wednesday. Elena, thanks for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Be well.
1: You too. And uh, clear skies, everyone.
0: Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com.